Blog Talk Radio. All right, we want to say greetings to everyone and thank you all for joining us today. I pray that uh, you had a blessed night. You woke up refreshed today. And uh, we look forward to sharing with you the things that the Lord has uh, laid on my heart to share. So if you have your Bibles, let's go to the let's go back to the third chapter of the book of uh Colossians. The the third chapter of the book of Colossians. And uh, we're going to start reading at verse 22. It says, Servants, obey in all things your masters according to the flesh, not with eye service, as men pleasers, but in singleness of heart. In other words, that when it's talking about singleness, it's basically saying that you're not double-minded, uh, that you're not uh, you're not going back and forth in your minds about what you should do and, and whether you should uh, obey your masters. This, and I know that again, a lot of people have a problem with this. Uh, but this is the word of God. It tells you as a servant to obey in all things your masters according to the flesh. And so it's making it clear. Uh, it's, it's not talking about your heavenly father uh, in this particular instance. It's talking about your masters according to the flesh. And so it's very important that we that we, that we we get that, that we don't become uh, bitter against authority. You see that? Uh, that we don't become bitter against authority. It says, not with our service as men pleasers, but in singleness of heart, fearing God. And so that lets us know our motivation, uh, what what should be our motivation, that we fear God, and not necessarily in a scary uh, manner, like we're scared of him, even though I think that's a part of it, but it's talking about a reverential fear, uh, that you that you love the Lord and that you reverence him. And because you reverence him, whatever you do, uh, you realize why you're doing it. You see that? So verse, uh, let's read verse uh, um, 23. It says, and whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. And so it's talking about the attitude with which we are to to do things. Uh, With our whole heart as to the Lord and not unto men knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. And so this is talking about whenever we're doing anything for anyone, our masters, uh, according to the flesh, in other words, uh, that um, man, whenever we're doing something, uh, that we have to realize that our our uh, reward, if we're going to do it with our whole heart, our reward comes from the Lord. Now, I tell you, uh, it would be it would make a big difference on a job, uh, people's attitudes and their mindsets on a job. If when they showed up to do that job, their pay was based on their attitude about the job, and not just of and not just the uh, what they're doing. So you can be the hardest worker, 
uh, on your job, but if your attitude is bad, uh, it, it it makes light of your work. It takes away from what you have done. And that same is true when it comes to spiritual matters. Uh, it, it, your attitude about something, it determines how long you, you will actually be a part of it. You see that? If you come into something with a bad attitude or you develop a bad attitude, you wouldn't be that long. In fact, I many of you have noticed if you've worked a secular job, um, that when you when you start working that job, it, it, you may start off with a good attitude, and eventually uh, your attitude becomes rotten and, and bad. And what can happen uh, over time is it becomes harder if you if you'll be watchful of it. It becomes harder for you to do it, for you to even go to the job, and you begin. And what began as a, a, a joy to go to the job. Uh, uh, it ends up being a burden to you, and 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 it's really about an attitude. You know, attitude is what makes burdens. A bad attitude, I should say, is what makes burdens. That's why the Lord says, "You love me, you'll keep my commandments, and my and they are not grievous." In other words, and they're not burdensome. So, so what? So see, so in other words, if you love the Lord, then your attitude will be right towards Him, and not only that, your attitude will be right towards the command, his commandments, and because your attitude is right, then it's not a burden to you. And it's the same thing is true in marriage as well. Um, husband and wife, their marriage, they're in love when they first get married. Uh, but if their attitudes about one another change uh, in in a, in a bad way, um, it makes being married a burden. You know, and and anything that goes with it. You know, the intimacy, the you know, just the everyday things that go along with marriage, the uh, the chores or the the uh, washing, the cleaning, whatever the case is, uh, the the husband loving the wife, that becomes a burden. Well, it's a burden because of your bad attitude towards it. And, and the devil knows that. And so that's the reason why he introduced thoughts to you uh, to get you to have a bad attitude. Because if, I'm telling you, if your attitude is bad, it will be impossible for you to do something as unto the Lord. You see that? It will be impossible. So you have to change your mindset, you know, change your attitude about it. A lot of times people are blessed with a job and they're thanking God and they're testifying about it when they first get it. But isn't it something how after a while you forget the testimony and you complain, you know, as if God made a mistake or whatever the case is. And so, I, I think it's a shame that we that's the society that we live in where the attitudes are bad and we allow the enemy to come and talk to us uh, to make our attitudes uh, bad towards something when it's not supposed to be, you know. And the word is the word of evil communication. So what good man is our seen children do it one another and turn into things of God and just, just in, in everyday life, uh, see children get corrupted by other children just with bad attitudes. And it, it, it is amazing to watch it, how it, that can rub off on people, you know. And don't think for one minute that it won't rub off on you if you yourself are sitting and listening to someone with a bad attitude. Uh, you ought to make it a point to pull people up out of there. And if they don't want to be pulled up out of it, then just let them be. But don't you stick around listening to the to the to the to the uh, bad attitudes and you know the the mindset because listen what happens you and if you just sit back and observe you will see 
that you, you, that the bad attitudes is what causes the bad decisions to be made. You see, the bad attitudes is what causes the bad decisions, and so uh, it's important that we do not, as believers, fall into that. That you know, we're supposed to have the joy of the Lord, and that joy don't leave and 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 leave us uh, just because we are going through something or because of our, you know, uh, the enemy is trying to present something to us. We have to make sure that our attitudes towards things are right if we're going to do things as unto the Lord. You see that? We have to make sure of that. And so the the devil knows this scripture. Now, you have to know that. And I, I trust that, that you, you uh, think along those lines. The devil knows the Bible. And so if you want to know what the devil's plan is concerning your life, then you have to know the word, and that will show you what the devil's plan is. So let me, let, let me explain what I mean. Verse 23, let's read that again. And whatsoever ye do, that's everything, whatever you do, do it heartily, as to who? The Lord and not unto men. In other words, what, what is the Lord telling us? Take your eyes off of men because you may see some faults there, and those faults will can change your attitude or your those perceived faults, I should say, can change your attitude and, and your mindset about what it is that you do. You see that? So he's saying whatever you do, do basically do with your whole heart as to the Lord and not unto men. So in other words, take your eyes off of men. Now, that's part of the reason why people have an issue. You know, people can be a part of a ministry or a church, and they can they may have a pastor that legitimately failed morally or whatever the case is, and because of that, they're ready to turn their backs on God. I can't tell you the number of people I've talked to over the years who in their minds, in their minds now, in their minds, they're not serving God because of some hypocrite or because of some preacher or because they don't like what's going on in the church. And this tells us, whatever you do, you don't do it as in, uh, you don't do it unto men, but as unto do it unto the Lord, not at, not unto men. You see that? So if you're serving the Lord, serve Him. You're not serving God because of some man. You're serving God, you know, because of your relationship with Him. You see that? And so I find that a lot of people, they look to men to excuse their own bad attitudes and their own bad decisions because of those attitudes. And so the devil knows the scripture. And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men. So let's say, for instance, you have a relationship with God, a legitimate relationship with God, and um, you're not looking at men. So then how does the devil combat this? And whatsoever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord. So now what he has to do is taint your mindset towards God. If he can taint your mindset in any way towards God, then you will have a problem with doing it as unto the Lord. That's one reason why so many people, and we, I think we preached, uh, we did some a series on that called Mad at God. 
And the point of that was, and if you haven't watched it, I encourage you to go watch it, uh, and because the point of it is to show people that some people are mad at God and don't even realize that they're mad at him. They have, they're bitter against him and don't even realize it. And so if your, if your attitude, if the devil can talk you into becoming bitter against the Lord, if he can find anything on the inside of you that has the potential uh, to be offended at God, you know, whether it's through your past, in other words, you know, I've seen people, they, they make bad decisions and then they get mad at God because he allowed them to make the bad decision or because they had to suffer the consequences of the bad decision that they have made. You see that? And so the devil uses any trick he can if he, because if he can get you offended at God, then he knows that your mindset towards him uh, uh, will change, and that will also change your actions and your attitudes and you won't serve. You you can't serve the Lord if you're mad at him or if you're bitter against him. And you definitely can't do, can't serve men and obey men and obey your masters according to the flesh as unto the Lord. You cannot do that if your relationship with God is not right. And the truth be told, there are people that are mad at God. They have attitudes towards them for whatever reason. So we're going to show you. Something real briefly, if you have the Bible, go to the third chapter of the book of Genesis. And we want to show you just how just how subtle uh, the enemy is. And just, just, just point out something just real quick here. Just how subtle the enemy uh, can be. And my prayer is that you will not fall for it and that you have not fallen for this. You see that? So... In chapter 3, verse 1, we're going to start reading in the book of Genesis. It says, Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yeah, hath God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest ye die. Now, this is for people that know the word of God. The first thing the devil did was he came and asked, basically what he was doing when he was asking this question was he wanted to make sure. He was trying to see whether or not Eve understood the word of God. Now, so you can be somebody just as, uh, bold in the word, and you can know the word of God without a shadow of a doubt. You have an understanding of it. Your eyes have been, have been opened to it, and you definitely have an understanding. So we see Eve here. She had an understanding. She didn't sway away from it or get away from it. She stood on what God said. Yes, God did say that. No doubt, and, and she wasn't trying to worm her way out of it, you see. So you can say, yes, Brother Bolton, I understand what Colossians, uh, the third chapter of Colossians say, that, you know, uh, that in everything that we do, do it heartily as unto the Lord and not to men. I understand that. And so, the, the, of course, now, the, so the devil can't get you with misunderstanding that, those groups of scriptures. So that's the first thing he wants to do is to see whether or not you know what you're standing on and understand what it is that you're standing on. And so Eve here, she passed that first test. Yes, devil. 
The Lord has surely said that, and he meant that. So, verse 4, And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. So he opposed what God said. You won't surely die. Now, if he had stopped right there, he would not have been successful in opposing God's word. If he had stopped right there, he would not have been successful. Eve still would have stood on what she had just told him. But look at the, look at what he does. Verse 5, for God does know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened and ye shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. So he directly went against God's word in verse 4. But what does he do in verse 5? He gets he talks even to being offended against God. How so? Basically what is he what is Lord what is he really saying there? For God does know. In other words, what's happening is God is Eve. God is really trying to keep you from reaching your full potential. Everybody see that? He knows that when you eat of that tree, you're going to be just like him. And he don't want that. It's, it's the same lie that the feminist, from, in that moment, he went from being a wife and daughter, a wife of Adam and a daughter of God, to a feminist. It's the same lie that the devil tells that feminist, that feminist female today. You don't have to submit to a man. You know, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. You see that? Because that man knows that if you get out and get your own and have your own education and that, you'll be just like him. And, and he won't be able to tell you anything. It's that same lie that he tells today. You see that? In other words, what is his job? To get you offended at the one you're supposed to be serving. And so Eve here. She falls for it. Look at verse 5. For God doesn't know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be open. So what is the opposite of eyes being open? He's telling me right now you're blind, and you don't even know you're blind. You see how just, you have to read between the lines there. See, Eve, you're blind. You don't know you're blind, but God knows, it, and he wants to keep you that way. So go ahead and eat of that tree. And you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Because right now you're blind. Your your eyes aren't open, you see. So up until that point, she was doing what she was doing heartily as unto the Lord. Her master was her, and she was doing what she was doing unto the Lord. But the devil poured one over her on her and got her offended at God. And so when you get offended at God, then your attitude, see, the whole idea was for her attitude towards God to change. Up until that point, God was all-knowing, all-seeing, and he loved me, the, the, you know, with an unconditional love. But in this, in verse 5 alone, he gets Eve to question God's love. In other words, Eve, how can God love you if he knows you're blind and he's trying to keep you, keep your eyes blind? He's trying to keep you in that condition. You see how the devil worked there? 
you, 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 that, that verse 5 is a loaded scripture. That's a loaded verse there. For God does know. In other words, God knows that he, God's not, you know, blind to it. He knows that when you eat, in the day that you eat, your eyes shall be open. You're not going to die. Your eyes are going to be open. Can't love you, Eve, because if he did, he wouldn't be trying to keep you in that condition. You're blind. Look at what they said. And ye shall be as gods. You'll be just like him. You'll know good and evil. In other words, you will have choices. More choices, Eve. Like right now, you only got one choice. Don't eat of the tree. But if you eat of that tree, you'll have a whole slew of choices. You'll be your own person. You can make a decision whether or not you want to do good or evil then. You see that? You have a whole a whole list of evil that you can do. <laughs> not just one as far as uh, not eating of the tree, but you'll have a whole list of things. You'll be your own God. You'll be, you, you know. And God is trying to keep this from you. Why did God just give you one thing not to do? <laughs> you have to, that, that again, that scripture is loaded. And Eve, she takes, she takes the bait. In verse 6, what does it say? And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food. Everybody see that? And that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree. So here's the thing. Up until this point, she had never observed that tree in that manner. And she may have passed by it, but she never observed it in that manner. But now she's seeing it. Now, in other words, what did the devil do? The same thing he does with us. He, he had got Eve to meditate on what she was supposed to stay away from. You see that? The danger of meditating on things that the devil brings to you. You see that? And a tree to be desired to make one wise. She took, so what was it? How, what, think about it. And what did the verse 6 say? That when a woman saw the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes and a tree desired to make one wise. Wait a minute. So what made those three things happen? Really, what is that saying? Really what it's saying is at that point she believed what the devil said. That's what that's really saying. At that point, she believed what the devil said. You see that? And the last part of verse 6 says, She took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. What, what happened? Her actions followed her attitude. And because her mind had changed about the God of, of heaven and the God of the universe, it caused her to act in rebellion towards him, and she could not do anything as unto the Lord. It it completely changed her actions. Your attitude will all your actions will always follow your attitude. You may be in the middle now where you are a hard worker or you're doing things. You see that? With a bad attitude. In other words, but you justifying yourself because in your mind you're still doing them, and so that ought to be enough. But I'm telling you, you cannot continue down that road. You will despise 
your masters according to the flesh, if your attitudes towards your masters, and if your attitude towards God is not right. You see that? You will despise what you do. You think about it. You can take an individual, and, and they, they can have something that they do uh, for two different people. Same thing. They're on the same thing for two different people. But they despise one of them. And so they're not going to get joy out of doing that for them. Uh, but they love the other one, and they get joy out of that. You see that? Uh, let, let, me just, let me just use something simple here. People love to read. But I've seen people that could pick up a book, stick it in the Bible, and read it and, and have joy in reading that book but don't want to pick up the word of God and read it. What's the difference? They love one master and hate the other one. You see that? Love to read, but the Bible, <laughs> you see that? That's a different story because you, you, you love one master and you hate the other. You see that? You you can't serve two masters, in other words. So you you can do... People love to sing. I've seen that. Love to sing and believe that, that, that they have a good voice. But I've seen people sing worldly songs and, and do it in public and rejoice in doing that and all into it and then get to church and ask to sing a song and can't open their mouth. What is it? Something in their hearts towards the God of heaven. You see that? It's something just, just that simple. Something in their hearts towards the God of heaven. And so... Your attitude towards the Lord has to be right if you're going to do things as unto the Lord. You see that? Your attitude towards God has to be right. And so if, if you are struggling with that idea of doing things as unto the Lord, you may need to go back and ask the Lord, Lord, will you open up my eyes and show me where my attitude towards you changed? You see that? If your attitude towards God is right, then your attitude towards men will be right. And that's just the bottom line. You'll learn how to love people. You'll learn how to serve people without it being a burden to you. But if you, if your attitude isn't right towards the Lord, you're not going to do things as unto the Lord. It, it'll be impossible. You see that? It will just flat out be impossible. So we have to put first things first. Make sure that your attitude towards God is right, and, that, and then you can do things as unto the Lord. You see that? Amen. So we pray that something has been said that has blessed you. Uh, we look, uh, we hope to hear from you all as far as how the Lord spoke to you today, and we look forward to sharing more of God's word with you in the future. Have a blessed day.